Welcome to 239 Uncensored. Everything Southwest Florida and beyond with your host, Tim Jurad. This podcast covers it all. Real talk on issues from real estate to real crime. Join the discussion on hot topics to politics. Don't get left behind. Be in the know about everything Southwest Florida and beyond. Welcome, welcome, welcome to 239 Uncensored Everything Southwest Florida and Beyond. And we have a great podcast today. We have a really good guest and, and a recent friend of mine, but yes. someone is really cool. This is Cornell Bunton, and Cornell has been in Southwest Florida. He's from Jamaica. This guy's story is amazing. Cornell, welcome to the studio. Oh, I know you've goodness. been here, but what yes. are you thinking today? Oh, I'm loving it, man. Thank you for having me on the show. It's beautiful. You got a beautiful setup here, man. I like the 239 Uncensored. It's, it's dope. Yeah, you know, it's dope, right? So, <laughs> you know, we, we look at that name and it, it can't, we're not, we don't do anything really uncensored. <laughs> I mean, once in a while, we might say a cuss word here, but I'm, yeah. a, I'm a God-fearing man, right? That's good. That's so good. I, I definitely don't do anything like that. <laughs> so, but we kind of like to make it because it gives people ability to, you know, say, say kind of oh, what yeah. they want yeah. and, you know. We we met several yeah, times. Yeah, um, yeah, with yeah. Stefan, great podcast. You yeah, came in here, yeah, and then you yeah. were able to come to my campaign kickoff. Yeah, man, and... listen, man, supervisor election right here, people. <laughs> you got to get him in there. I got to get him in there. I'm telling you, he got you guys. I really appreciate that. Oh, that yeah. means the world. That means the world. So, the reason why we got you in here is you are a fascinating guy. So I, I you. see you, your artistic yes, displays, and your. Stuff on social media, yes, and you're a writer, a poet. Yes, sir. You've got some stories of life and death situations. Oh, man, too You've much. You've been locked up <laughs> wrongly. Yeah, by you yeah, had. yeah, yeah. And you, I, I downloaded your book on Audible, and I'm on like Love chapter it. chapter four. I haven't <laughs> got to the whole thing yet, you know. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm gonna listen to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so tell us a little bit about yourself and how. Did you end up in Southwest Florida? I know you were in San yeah. Sanibel, right? Or Captiva? Captiva, yeah, Captiva. yeah, yeah. So I um I worked for Crown Plaza in Jamaica. Okay. And um they sold to the US Embassy. And when they sold to the US Embassy, they got most of their top workers um jobs in America. So I was able to land a job in South Seas Resort in Captiva yeah. Island. Yeah. yeah. So right I, on the end. yeah, it was it was beautiful, man. So that's how I came, fell in love with the island, and I, I was there for like four years before Charlie happened and destroyed the island. You know, learning a little bit about you, I bet you're the guy when people come in that everybody loves to see, and that's I bet it. every year, yes, yeah, people, the kids, yeah, the mothers, the husbands, everybody. I bet where's Cornell? Yeah. That's it, man. They gotta bring me my they bring me my gifts. I got some so many cool individuals that come that like you, you know, when someone can look at you and say, dude, you're that guy that no matter how long ago I met you, five minutes, and I still remember you. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing because your personality. I mean, yeah, it's man. just the vibe you give. Yeah. And and I travel a lot and I know that I go to different places, right? And yeah. I, I'm always looking for the person. That was there. I, right. I, I've been to Colombia, yeah. Costa Rica, Europe. 
I've been to almost every country, but I remember when I go into these places yeah. and I talk to somebody and I have that instant connection. I yeah. always try to track them down yes, the next time. Yes, it's amazing. And, and having that ability, I mean, that's God-given, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. We, you know, for me, I love people, man. I love to meet people. I love the energy. And one of the things I like about myself, I can adjust into any environment. You know, that's one of the beautiful things. And it doesn't matter how someone treats me. You know, for me, if I can help them to understand, it's not that big of a deal. It's okay. You know, it's 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 okay to be happy. You know, I get the upset and all that stuff. But, you know, I try to stay in this happy bubble and I try to let no one pop it. So, <laughs> yeah, no, and I, and I appreciate it. And, I, and I, I'm, I'm the same way. I mean, I work my way up through the Collier County Sheriff's Office and law yeah. enforcement. I retired as a chief. But every single person. Yeah. All the way through is equally important. Yes, yes. I mean, it doesn't matter what oh, you it do. Does. It, it really doesn't. doesn't. If you're talking to the owner of the company. You're talking yes. to the person who's parking the cars. You're talking at the sheriff's office the same way. You know, dispatch is more important, really, than any right, other job. Anybody, it's yeah. got to start somewhere. <laughs> right, so, right, and that's right. that's why I think you know, in my aspirations and in yeah. doing some things that are political in nature, but it's more about team building, right? Yes, Getting yes, a group yes. of people. Yes. And and you know what leadership is. Yeah. Right? Getting a group of people and motivating them to accomplish a goal. Right. Yeah. I mean, you do that so good though, man. It's like you just delegate so easy. You got people that are doing stuff without you even telling them what to do. See, that's a beautiful thing right there. Well, you know, I've kind of had that principle, and I, I'm sure you're the same way, <laughs> oh, right? Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You never, I never want people to do something for me, number one, for money. Right. Or number two is because I've got the power to tell them to do right, something. Right, that, right. That to me, because what happens was, what happens is, is when you turn your back. Right. Yeah. That person's not going to do anything. I know. Right? I know they're going to like give you the finger and say, I'm not <laughs> dealing with like, that person. <laughs> I love people, right? Yeah. Am, yeah, am I right yeah. or wrong? So yeah. 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 You want people to, I think, you know, you want people to just appreciate what Definitely. you do for them. And yeah. we, you know, we, we all, you know, we talk to everybody yeah. and I give everybody a chance. Yes. You know, listen, you can like me. You have to, you know, you and I give people to, yeah. second chances. Yeah, yeah. I get some people third, but sometimes, yeah, sometimes, I know, like, sometimes too far. Yeah. Sometimes, <laughs> well, no, yeah. You're right. And sometimes yeah. until they really, you know, it's, it takes a lot to get, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. but you're right. I'm, I mean, it's, it's always good when you understand how to secure or, you know, protect your, that space, you know, because people sometimes will come into that space and they see how vulnerable you are. They see how kind you are. And, you know, there's people that will, they test the water. Take advantage of it. See, see how, how much I can get away with, with this guy, you know? And so, you know, sometimes you just have that conversation, like, you know, yeah. hey. Yeah, without a doubt, yeah. I will have that conversation. You <laughs> yeah. know, but yeah. but but sometimes I go, you know, depending on the circumstances, I get back and say, "Hey, let's let's sort this out." Right, right, right. right. But but you're right. If you yeah. get burnt too many times, no, I'm yeah. not gonna I'm not gonna be there. So, yeah, let's talk a little bit. So you you ended up here. You, yes, you ended up hotel business. Yes, yes. So um, so hospitality. So this will happen. So that's the best way to put it. Yeah. So hospitality happened back in '97. I was what, 16, 17 years old. And I fell in love with it, man. And and so I've been in hospitality for like 16 years. And so, you know, coming to America, you know, understanding like the way you guys are here, the culture, I just, I took a liking to it. So the craft that I had or that skill that I had for a writer, 
kind of got put on hold. It was like I wasn't even thinking like how good I was in high school, you know, writing plays and all these different things. I just kind of, I kept meeting all these different people, you know, from the the big rappers like Snoop Dogg and all these different guys, uh, P. Diddy, you know, Missy Elliott. And, and it was like, yo, I like this this job I was doing and and I was accomplishing so many. You know, getting a chance to make enough where I could build a home, have the family live at the home, you know, and all these different things. And I'm like, okay, this allows me to expand who I am, you know, my character. And uh, showing people, like, you know, the importance of self, you know, and and, uh, loving on individuals. And so for me, that took from me, like, quite a bit because I learned so much but I was heading into a direction that I wasn't so much focused on walking into my purpose I was more like I'm having fun right you're enjoying the moment yeah I'm enjoying all the moments you know I'm like okay how do I just keep going and and you know I see things you know the crave of the world the cravings you know all the different things that look attractive. I'm liking this, and and so with that, because so I became citizen here, 2011. Okay. 2011, I became citizen. 22 and, years ago. Yeah, and after citizenship, I I went back to college. Okay. Got got my my degree in information technology first. Okay. And I saw the the beauty in that, and I'm like, you know what? I want to open my own security company. So I had made so much money from hospitality, I was able to use some of that money to open my security company. And originally it was going to like be- Like physical security? Yeah, yeah, or was it, yeah. yeah. Okay. I had physical security. Yeah. I had security at a lot of clubs. Okay. From here all the way to Miami. Okay. I remember having uh, locations in Homestead. I know. I was there. That's way Air down Force there. Base. Yeah, man. So- um, you know, it got it got really good. You know, a lot, I had a lot of cool guys that really represented my my security company well. Three P Security, you know, shut it down, but you know, it it was a lot of fun, man. I got to go to a lot of the locations. A lot of the guys didn't really know that I was the owner because I was I'm like that. You know, I tried to not put it out there like You're that. You're active there. Right. Yeah. But then when I did the orientation, a lot of them, you know, so it was one of those things. And um, for me, you know, I, I, I like people and I welcome them and I put people in position to help themselves. Right. And so I had this one individual that, you know, brought him, you know, hang out with my kids because, you know, I was single dad at the time. And um, so the guy that was used to... <laughs> who did you do? Just real quick, because yes. I'm, I'm curious. Who yeah. Who is like the coolest person you, you know, came into the club or security? <laughs> you don't have to tell the secret. <laughs> I mean, did you get like some good ones over my yeah, head? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've, yeah. yeah, I mean, we've had, we've had some cool. Rick Ross. Yeah. 50 Cent. Uh, there's a few, few big deals. When 50 that, Cent come in, you have to like, Amp it up a little bit. Well, yeah, because he's got, he's got yeah. it, it, natural, right? Oh yeah, he's yeah. got people that want to uh, fit. I mean, you know, fit. I mean, back then too, fifty because he had the you know the bulletproof stuff going, and you know, he was still, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's, you know. he was active. I haven't <laughs> yeah. seen fifty in a yeah. while. I don't know, it's fifty. Yeah, uh, and then the football players, you know, quite a bit of football players. I, I actually there was a point where I was hanging with most of the guys from. Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers. Okay. 
Okay. And I had got cool with Ernest Grime. He was a running yeah. back at the time. Uh, and then all them guys, man, Anthony Davis, you know. So uh, a lot of them were, we mesh, man. That's good. It was it was beautiful. It yeah, was so beautiful. back, back. Yeah, yeah. So, so back where I, I was saying. Off. So, I took you off. No, no, no. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> but um, what happened, because this guy um, was one of my best guys, I thought. That's who they used to uh, fabricate a story against me that would shut the company down. Because what happened was I was getting all the contracts. I was getting all the jobs. Like any, like my salesperson was going to go talk to a company about us coming in there, you know, to bring security. Most of the time we don't get the job because we, you know, we present ourselves well and my price was not as crazy as a lot of the other companies. So... I was even accused of underbidding. It was never underbidding. It was my price. That was, and I still paid my guys $2 more. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was, for me and those competitors, I guess I was bad for business. So they're like, listen, we got to get rid of this company right here. He's killing us. And so with that, you know, they paid my weakest link, who I thought was my strongest, strongest link. link. Yeah. And yeah, he created this story and he said, you know, I paid him uh, to go kidnap someone, possibly kill them, all these things. So I ended up getting arrested with 16 felony charges on my name, you know? Yeah. I mean, I had eight on the conspiracy, eight on the solicitating, um, and that put me in a situation where they put hole on the bond. So I couldn't even ban out. Yeah, you, so I, your money was stuck. Oh, yeah. Man. You were I stuck. To, I had to sit in, sit in jail, hang out with some serious criminals, man. When I tell you, because I was in maximum security, level four. So now, Which county was that? Was this was, Lee, this Lee was up in Lee, um, okay. uh, downtown yeah, Fort Myers. This, yeah, you're wild up there. Uh, it was no joke, yeah. man. I, you know, I felt bad for a lot of those guys in there. I see guys get beat up every day. Really? But the way the media delivered my story, like they tarnished my name good. It helped me when I went in there. Because when I went in there, the guys already thought I was this dangerous person. So all they did, it was like it was like a Don was coming in the cell and they wanted to make sure the Don get everything right. Without me even claiming the Don. They mm-hmm. gave me the Don. So you got a rep. Oh, yeah, it was it was beautiful. Like, I went in there because, you know, they were saying I had body bags, all these things, you know. They make me look dangerous. And so when I went in there, I had guys bringing me commissary. I didn't know they were taking from other guys commissary. <laughs> right, but I, I like, found that out I later. Need a, I need a, a honey bun. <laughs> oh, Give yeah, me yeah. I mean, honey. but these yeah. dudes, they were bringing me all these things. Dread, everything good, dread. Don't worry about nothing, dread. You know, because they, you know, it was just one of them things. But I was really angry. I was furious with the system because I was confused. I was like, how, how you do, how you arrest someone without anything happening? You know, and then you presented this case that sounds so real. Like, like for me, like I'm sitting there and I'm like, did something happen? Like, what well, you know, like you ever, I- you ever seen the mass? Yeah. You ever seen yeah. Jim Carrey the yeah. mask where he he gets up at night because the mask goes on his face and he do stuff and, he, and the next morning you have no idea. Right. And I'm like, yo, that 
there's something happened that I didn't get the memo or whatever. You know, it was so confusing, man. And you were the you were the kingpin. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was wild, man. So you know what I did? I said, you know what? I'm gonna ride this wave for a little bit. I'm gonna ride this wave to my advantage because I I never cared to fight. I learned mixed martial in school, and my mask, my you know my instructor, he never liked for me to fight without. Like, only if it was necessary. Like, you know, you just talk yourself out of that situation. You never get in physical. If you, even if, even when you see, like, you know what, I can d- dominate this guy within like two minutes or whatever. No. Self control. Yeah. We just, you know, so I never got in a physical fight well, the whole 10 months I was there. One time, one time I put my hand in a guy's. Um, throat and this guy was he was a guy that came back he was doing three life sentence he came back tried to appeal two of the life sentence off so he would have one life sentence but he was one of those guys that beat up guys and you know it's take their stuff yeah it was a bully so he came in and they told him like but you're yeah. a big guy yeah yeah they were like dreads there he's the guy so you got to take him down in order to run the cell Mind you, I never claimed none of this stuff. Right. So he now, what he did, he realized where I was sitting. And he started sitting in my seat every time. So I just went to another seat and, and he didn't like that. So he decided he would make the initial and confront me. So he confront me. And when he confront me, with, before we even got into like a bunch of talking, you know, because you can do a thing where you shove your hand up real f- harsh to the neck and it kind of chopped the hair off a little bit mm-hmm. so he mm-hmm. put him in a state where he just panicked yeah and i said listen man we don't we don't want the same path it's all good bro you you do what you do and uh, i'm here man just it's good no worries and he, that was it and that was it he never he, he, he no no he out freaked out yeah. he yeah. freaked out because of the way you did it it did it it was done he just he freaked out and so it's like everything good, man. So he never messed with anyone there. And I had a guy, you know, Wyatt, and I'm telling you to this day, he still called me every now and then, say thank you, man, for letting letting no one mess with me when I was there. Yeah, yeah. That's, you, know. you know, it's an interesting dynamic because I'm I'm a CEO as well. I mean, I yeah. didn't really work in the jail, but I, I'm certified to work yeah. in the jail. Yeah. So I would go into the jail, right? And, yeah. And I'd be walking outside in the hallway, <laughs> and everybody would be like yelling at me, you know. <laughs> And then yeah. the door would open and be like, oh, yeah. no, man, I was just kidding. I was kidding. It's like a whole totally different world. Yeah, yeah. And then it was kind of interesting because I had, you know, I've lived in Collier County for like 33 wow. years. I worked as a deputy at Naples High School. Oh, man. I was in the gang unit for five years. I, yeah. ran, I was a sergeant in there. So I know a lot of kids, right? Wow, or, yeah. you know, a lot of troubled youth. Yeah. But, but for, for some reason, yeah. And, I, and this is a good thing, is every gang member I dealt with, every kid that i dealt with i've you know taken many many to jail right they always have a mutual respect they come up to me now and say deputy so i you know i was i would go down to the jail and they'd be like half the block would be like hey what's up deputy? Yeah. the other yeah. half didn't know me and be like you know trying to cuss me out and then they'd be like <laughs> they'd be, the next thing you know they'd be like going at it like yeah. no jurette's cool jurette's cool you know so that was you know but i i do it's a dynamic in there it that is um, you know, it's it's a survival, but I think it once is. you get there and you figure it out, yeah. and like you said, a chair, right? Yeah. You know, a chair sitting in somebody else's chair. Yeah, you'd think 
What's the big no, but it is a big, uh, it's deal. big deal. Yeah, it's a big yeah, because you got I, your place. I'm telling you, I learned so much in jail, and I never even knew we had humans. It's a different set of humans we have. There are people that, that, need to that be are guys that are there when I tell you. So maximum security, you're getting checked, serious check. Like there's no way you get to your cell with anything. I don't know how this guy did it, man. But he came, like, so they were in the, uh, the cell across from us or the block across from us. And out of nowhere, we smell weed. I'm like, yo, how did that even happen? But just, just how they got through all the security to, to get the weed in there, it was just, yeah, it was mind-blowing, yeah. man. Them, them guys were You got a lot nice. of contraband in there. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and there's people, honest to goodness, there's people out there who think that, Everybody deserves. There's people that can live on the outside. There's right. people that that they, cannot. They can't they live cannot. on that. No, no. And it, trust me. They, somebody, I got to tell you the way you say that. There was a guy. He came. He went out. He was there five times. Got out. Come back in like the next week. And I'm like, why you guys keep letting him out? Because he's gonna come back. And there was one time we went a month. And they were like, oh, maybe he's, he's going to be out. This, the next day he was, <laughs> yeah, he was in. Yeah. I'm like, and yeah. some people, And some people, that's their life, right? Yeah, so that's what they yeah. do. And they, you know, they, I've had people walk up to me and say, take me to jail. I had a guy. That's crazy. I had this guy one time. He was, he, he was, he was probably 6'10". Yeah. Probably 325. Wow. It's a huge dude. And I, he's laying on the floor. Man. And he says, Take me to jail. I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> so I was sitting there going, "How am I gonna get this guy to jail?" I'm like, "It ain't gotta be me." So I baited him yeah. with a cigarette. I yeah. said, "Listen, man, you get up, you do out. We'll let you have a cigarette before you go. Everything yeah. will be cool." Yeah. I get outside. The EMS guy's like, "No, he ain't having a cigarette. We oh, gotta take man. his blood." I'm like, "We gotta get this guy a cigarette because I wow. just probably so." But oh, it, man. It, you, you just gotta you just gotta do some fast talk. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's serious. So you so you were in there for for long for ten months. Ten months. Ten right? months. Um, when did you start seeing that it's starting to roll back to your to your favor? Because did you did you ever feel like oh smokes? I'm gonna be here for for the rest of my life. Well, so what happened was we so I hired my attorney so much money to retain retain him, and then on top of that, two hundred and fifty an hour, but. He told me how fabricated everything was, and it was racial driven as well. So I was like, okay, you know, we can work You're with You're telling this. me this, but I'm still here. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so he said, listen, you cannot get out until they lift the hole off your bond. Your right. And it was maybe month eight, month eight, month nine, they, they, they start lifting the hole off the bond because I was going to so many pre conference trial. And they they never had nothing to present, so they keep every time the state would come, the state was like, "Well, we still, still trying to you know working on it." So they would put the the pre conference the, the conference off for another date. And I was like, "Yo, what what is going on here? Like nothing happened, but they they really wanted to present something, and so." They so then they got to where they wanted to me to do a plea deal, take a plea deal, go to prison. I'm like, I'm not taking. Do you a remember plea the deal. numbers on the plea? Uh, I think it was five years uh, in prison. Or and you something stuck like with that. your you stuck with your. I'm gun. like, like no, I'm not it. doing that. Yeah, yeah because because the charges was 32 years to life. So you I'm took like, a risk. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm like, listen, we go in the trial. Like, 
if if I like this in my head, I'm saying to myself, if I'm going to prison, I guess God wanted me in prison to do some work there. That's that's what I'm thinking. You've already head. got your mind going. Right. On. So I'm like, yeah, I'm not taking no deal, none of that stuff. Like, you guys gotta try me and I make my case. There was really nothing to make. So it was weird. Like it was like, okay, how do we do this? But fortunately for us. Just to go back, so somebody had these allegations that were totally erroneous. They were totally well, my guy that worked for right. me got paid to say, to say I paid him to things. go kill oh someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was never no body, no nothing, no not, none of that there. stuff, man. It, it was it was created. It was a story that was created. Did they do anything with him or he no nope. he, he rolled on you? It, so it, he got off like, nothing. Yeah. They did nothing they with didn't him. Lock so, him up or nothing. Yeah, no, I I don't even <clears> know. Well, I was for for a minute there I was like, does they even know that this guy worked for the security company? Like, you know, it was it was crazy the way it was unfolding. Got it. When when I knew that like they finally was like, Yeah, we we can't do nothing with this can't guy. I think the, the big goal was for me to shut down the company. And I ha- I had to because I was losing money. So I just I no one wanted to take the company over and run it. Even the guys that I was that was working for me. <laughs> The the media put it so well. They kind of believed something. Something had to happen, just the way it was presented. So, even my one of my older guy that that worked for me, I was like, "Hey man, yeah, I give you control of the company until I come out. I take it back. You know, you make the money, whatever. You know." He's like, "No, nah, man. You know, we, the guys weren't even showing up to the locations, and so I was getting penalized. I was losing money. So." Yeah. Plus it, I it was a big, big mark on you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, listen, I'm going to shut it down. So the state prosecutor, the one that originally got the case, never lost a case. Mm. Never lost a case. And so he was putting he was putting some pressure on there. But then, then I learned a couple months, like, you know, maybe six, six months or so, I learned that he gave the case to someone else. Mm. So when I heard he gave up the case, I'm like, okay, they've kind of see that they're not gonna. This is not something that they're gonna. They want to run with, right? You know, and but they didn't want to go to trial, right? I guess right. because of how expensive it is or whatever. Yeah. So plus, I, if it's not solid and right. like thinking like, oh, this is let's let's not do this, right, right. But yeah, they didn't because again, drop just it. like anything else, you know, being in my my career field, I mean, you never want to go, you never want to put an innocent person. Right behind bars, right for right. a day, a minute. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously there's some vetting and figuring it out, but right. thank goodness it. Oh yeah, man. I mean, if if I didn't have money, they would have lost me in there. You know, that's just how I can look at it because I had to fight with them, man. I yeah, had to fight with them for almost three years, and then the case became the oldest case. And when it became the oldest case, they're like, "We got to try the case because this man is not taking no plea deal." Mm-hmm. And so we went to trial. On third day of trial, my accuser, he told on the people. Told on the people how much they paid them all and, and everyone mouth dropped like third day of trial. Yeah, third day. Because that's when they put him on. And um my attorney asked him good. Like the questions, the way they were presented to him was good. And he put him in a space where he got comfortable. So he started venting. 
didn't like the locations I was putting in. He didn't like that I was black because I was 31 years old when I had opened my company. Young, successful. Yeah, he was like, yeah, no. So he wanted to shut that down. So he was the venting that he was doing. Then, then my attorney was like, how much they paid you? And he said, how much they paid him? And then he realized what just happened. He's like, whoa, wait. Stop. Yeah, Did it end like right then, pretty no, much? No, nope. they still went to um, went to, to where the jury because we had already picked the jury. Yeah, so we went to the jury, and I'm telling you, I think the jury maybe was in there for 10 15 minutes, but that 10 15 minutes felt like I, three, I was gonna ask hours. you, what's that? What's that feel like? Oh, it's brutal because I even mean, though you felt confident, right? But right. still, you, your, your <laughs> hands are at the at the at mercy the, of these mercy, people, yeah. yeah. These people. Because you know it was it was one of those things where I and I I mean we got emotional because you know my my boys were there mm-hmm. and I was saying my you know I'm like telling them like the possibilities I'm like boys if you know this don't go the way Daddy's open you guys might just be coming to visiting me on the TV like what you guys were doing before you know because they used to come to RTs. Right. Right. And they talked to me on the monitor, you know. So, but it was rough for them, man. So, of course. But yeah, we made one with that. And I said, you know, I'm not even mad at this kid that, that did this. I said, you know, I forgive you and all that. That's amazing. Yeah, man. Just, you know. How do you do that? Just, hey, listen, for me, I can't go to sleep thinking about something that had made me upset. Or I got I to gotta fix it that day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because then I, I'm going to lose sleep. What am I losing sleep for? You know, I need my health. You know, I need to be healthy for my kids. So I said, I can't lose sleep over this. So, you know. So at the, at the end of that trial, when you were found not guilty, did you go that day, process out, and then go home? No, no, no. So I was already out. Okay, I was so, already out. So you yeah, were out, yeah. but you brought back. So right. you bonded out. You yeah, yeah, okay, bonded out. Yeah, yeah, because after yeah. after about eight, nine months, Got it. they lift the hole, and I was able to bond out. But they they still dragged it you out. You still the for case a, for about three years. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. 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 Wow, that's yeah. amazing. Now, let's talk a little bit about, now, and we'll get into the books here in a little bit. We've got probably about another 10 minutes, but um, you had basically, well, you did. You did have an experience with death. <laughs> I died. Hey, look at right. <laughs> Hey, out. listen. Hey, God, you know, <laughs> God is good to you. God is, man. You know, I tell people, I said, what's the worst can happen now? You know, for me, I've I've people gone to the bottom to of the bottom. Yeah. People say that to me a lot. Like <laughs> they, they say, listen, I had this happen to me. Yeah. I'm freaking crazy right now. <laughs> you know, I've had that, that same thing. I was yeah. one guy I talked to yesterday. Yeah. Um, he goes, I had a tumor taken out. Wow. And he goes, My whole life yeah. is like Everything I have, every minute I have now, yeah, is like extra. So I don't care. <laughs> and I'm just saying to myself, that's that's a good way to live. I, I guess, know, you know? Right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I but mean, you, this, but you do have a different yeah outlook. Yeah, for me, you know, it was really things needed to be put in a perspective for me, and that started when I was locked up. It's just that when I got out, and I wasn't fully walking in my purpose because my purpose is really like telling stories be out there encouraging others to be better. You know, what community is like, the importance of love. And that's hard for a lot of people, you know, like when you tell someone, can you love that person the way you love yourself? And a lot of people, that's hard for a lot of people. You know, so you go through those and you're like, okay, we can have those. 
honest conversation. So for me, I was I was very busy. You know, my first book had came out, Lion with No Roar. You know, I had the mane going, I had the beard, all these things, and uh, I was just busy. I was, you know, between. Some nights I remember going home at three in the morning. You know, I was traveling, all these things. So, yeah. So there was one Sunday I went to church. Like, so I went, I went home like maybe three in the morning and I was back up at six. Went to church because I was going to the next level at the time. And um, we in church, we had Peter Hassett came to speak. And, and you know, maybe five minutes in his, his speech, I fell out the chair and they thought I was laughing. And, but then they realized I wasn't moving. And so... you like, boom. Yeah, just fell out the chair. So they, you know, got the machine. They were trying to bring me back. At this time, I'm looking at myself on the floor. It was the craziest you, thing. So, so I was going to ask you that. Uh, yeah, you, yeah. From, from above? No. Not really from above. Like I was literally standing, I would say maybe a good 15, 20 feet away from where my body was laying. And I like out of body experience. Yeah, yeah. And I so when I saw them start, you know, trying to get my my body back, like shot me or whatever. So you 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 could look into it. You're well, right. I'm looking at it. I'm looking at them on me and I'm running. So now I go towards them saying, hey, I'm fine. I went through my body. Like it was weird, man. Like, and I couldn't grab myself. And I was, and then I was in a room having a conversation. It was crazy. It was crazy. So, man. yeah. And then, then what happened? I mean, you, you, so, the, you so, did you see any lights or did I, you see anything know, pull back? I or? don't know if I would say lights, you know, I, so from, me trying to grab my body to getting into a space where so when I got in the space before I got in the space it was like I saw a glimpse of a lady that looked like my grandma but I didn't get to see her face I thought it was my grandma and as I was trying to go to approach her it's like I got around a, a table I was talking with a guy that his head never came together it was just distorted. And then a paper appear and then words start coming on the paper that he what he, what he was saying and um you know, it had to do with my career. It was just, you know, some of the stuff I can't touch on, but it was crazy. Yeah. Was it audible at all? Anything hearing anything or just visual mostly? No, no, no. I was hearing. You get the whole was, the whole was, experience. I was, yeah. I was hearing. Yeah, and then I mean there's the visual parts because I remember when I was falling. So this is how I came back to my body. I was falling. Like I, it was almost like I got kicked in the chest over a cliff or whatever. And I just, I was falling and I was just upset. I was falling. I'm like, is this how I'm going to, you know, like is this it for me. And then, and then it's like a voice say, you're going to let go and let me take control. And then I was like, fine, you know, like all upset, like fine. And when I did that, uh, they said the roar, and these guys were arguing because they were trying to put me in the body bag, but they were arguing like he's not gonna go out in a body bag. And then I sixteen came minutes, back. I yeah, heard. yeah, sixteen, 16 minutes. minutes, yeah, pumping, going on. Well, they had stopped, you know. After a while, Did they was, really? oh, they yeah, 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 at the church, oh, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they stopped. I mean, after a while, they're like, yeah, he's he's gone. No, so and that so 
praying, oh. singing. They were doing all that stuff, man. People were praying, you know, people were crying. It was a lot of stuff. It was a lot of emotions. And um, and then I came back and everyone was like, yo, they, they were shocked, you know, so... So when you came back, did you, I mean, obviously they called EMS, you get the well, hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, yeah, yeah, yeah. EMS was uh, hey, Were you unconscious when you, when you left the church? Or you don't remember? When I don't remember. So what I remember was, I remember seeing, seeing everyone. But then I don't remember nothing So else. you kind of don't even really know if it's like right. what you really saw, what you right. envisioned. Right. But that's what you were, you know, right. what you right. remember of it. Yeah. yeah. So like I remember, like even the Monday when, like they say, after the surgery, people came, talked to me, I talked to them. I remember none of that. I remember none of those interactions Interaction in the hospital. Well. Yeah. You know, so. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, and that's and then you wrote about that in your book. I did. As well. I did. I wrote so about gotta, it in Escaping the Life Sentence. Escaping the Life Sentence. Yeah. yeah. I've got to get finished. I got it yeah, cranked man. up. You yeah. You'll get to some parts of like, yo, it's crazy. You gotta get into that. It's crazy. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. Yeah. So let me let me ask you um the about your books. You write yeah. kids' books? Yes. You yes. write adult kids books, books, adult books. books. Yeah. Poems. So yeah. Yep, I write poems. Um, so I I followed this 19th century poet named Henry Wandsworth Longfellow. From Maine. From Maine, yeah. That's where I'm from. You are? Yeah. That's from Maine. amazing, man. Long time ago. <laughs> where, where in Maine? Do you know where he's from? Or just, you just know? No, I just know he's from Maine. I, I know at some point I want to go there just to visit the Let me know. The we'll house. go together. Definitely. Yeah, that'll be, <laughs> we'll that'll be cool. So then you could, yeah, you I could show me some pride. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. King. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah Stephen Met King's from times. there. Yeah, yeah. So we um um the book came out. Um, my friends in New York, they were just really excited about it because the way the barrel tone was presented, and so they were pushing it, and so it it went to number one. So that was my first book that wow. went to number one. I beat out all these top poem books, and um and I was there. I sat there for a week. Um. With that book, Bunt Walk, a collection of poems. And, uh, you know, there's some dope pieces in there. Yeah. Some dope pieces in yeah. there. So, Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Just to, you know, kind of wrap it up and close it yeah. up, but what what's what's your future looking like? So, man, the future is beautiful. Man. You got you glasses know? on, so it's uh, bright. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we I have a nonprofit organization called EAS. That's right. where everyone has a story. Right. And what we do there is we help to create self-reliance and a growth mindset for disadvantaged youths. So I write curriculums, you know, got uh, through corporate training materials. I got a chance to get licensed with them to work with some of these materials that are that have been proven to help a lot of troubled, you know, minds. And so I said, you know what, I want to put these um courses together that will help to develop a mindset so there's a critical thinking financial literacy entrepreneurship all these That's different fantastic. things and then because i had put the brand on hold for a little bit cornell bunting so you know when you guys like see the website cornellbunting.com that is actually cornell bunting llc like mm -hmm. you know the brand and so there's a clothesline coming out you know we got shoes it's going to be beast in a minute here, man. So I have a lot of moving parts that's been on hold for, for quite a bit because my I have a son, my fourth son, Cornell wow. Jr. Yeah. yeah, I have four boys. 
my oldest son is in Germany. He's an engineer for the army. Okay, great. And then my 17-year-old, he plays for South Fort Myers. And, and my 15-year-old, he's between schools, but he plays football as well. And then my youngest son was born at 23 weeks. Okay. And mom got compromised, and so mm -hmm. they had to go do emergency C-section. Mm -hmm. So when he was born, it kind of took focus from what I was doing. And so, you know... Because he was in the hospital for like seven months. Wow, yeah. Seven, yeah. Yeah, 23 weeks. Yeah, he's wow. delayed. He's very delayed because he's not even walking it and he's almost three. Right. So, you know, but now, you know, because he's getting all the help and stuff. I think he's catching up. Right. So now I'm like, okay, now I'm going to try to get, you know, these entities functioning that I can be generating some serious money that could really help for him as well you know yeah no so, that's all good yeah that's all good yeah so that's yeah. where we are you know with that man we got a novel that's going to come out later this year uh, it's a three series novel so it's the first of that novel so where do you find time for all this stuff? you know man uh after i had left jail um i no one would hire me so i had a lot of time and so i just tap into the writing seriously so i had tapped into the writing in jail like there was a fly moment there's a fly moment, and in that fly moment, it dawned on me that I need to start buying writing pads. You know, think on, you know, different times or different stories that was just cool to me, and I would write it. So I wrote four books before I got out. Wow. And I was writing those pads that would be done, and then I would send them out. I would send them to my, my friend that was living at the, the spot, you know, and so... When I got out, I was like, okay, I'm going to try to get one of these published. And that's how I put out Lion With No Roar. Amazing. Yeah. So, Amazing. and and then that took me, that took me places, man. Went to, so, so when you, when you had that death experience, cause it wasn't near to those death, it was, you know, medical issues, you get that squared away, you good? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we got, we got all that figured out. Yeah. You know, for me now it's. There's certain like I'm, I got to intake my low my sodium intake has got to be very low. Mm -hmm. They've removed salt from me, so I mean you know you, you can't gotta watch yourself. Salt, yeah. but I gotta watch. That's salt. those are wake up calls for yeah. real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I gotta change my lifestyle. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And then going and running at three in the morning, getting up at six. Yeah, you know, and then yeah. life goes so fast. You just yeah. gotta take care of yourself. I Number one it. thing is your health, right? Your health, your family health. The man above, right? If you're not healthy, hey, you, you can't do anything for your family. You can't do anything for yourself. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, it's important. important. Yeah. Well, Cornell, it's been great. Yeah, man. I love it when you're in the studio. I, we can sit here and talk forever. You know, <laughs> I know, It's right? awesome. Oh, it's cool. It's just, uh, just a really good good vibe. And, uh, again, thank you so much for What's coming up? in. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. All right, 239, that's censored. I think Southwest Florida and beyond. And, Cornell, we're out, my friend. We're so, out. Boom. Boom. Yeah. Thank you so much. I like that. Please make sure to download and listen to us on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcast. And don't forget to like and share on social media. This has been a Studio 239 production. That was fun.